When the things you seek have been lost to time, look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for any time paradoxes, historical retaliations, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any questions regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered in time. Previously on Murphy's Inc., Daphne led the team of Hart, James, and Stephanie to 1912 Cove, Ireland, where they boarded the unsinkable Titanic. After searching the ship high and low, they were still unable to locate Murphy. However, they did cross paths with the Shadow Squad. James and Stephanie made the acquaintance of the unsinkable Molly Brown, and while enjoying some libations with her, the ship hit a very large iceberg. Now, our team has just over two hours to locate and save Murphy, or else they may find themselves at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean with the 1,496 brave souls who lost their lives. Personnel file number 001, C. Murphy. This file has been corrupted and is not currently accessible. I wasn't expecting you. Is something wrong? Yes, I would say there is something wrong. It is about the Titanic situation. What about it? Jorgen Eriksson is aboard that ship. Okay. What's the big deal about that? The big deal, Mr. Gleason, is that Jorgen Eriksson has the Eye of Norn with him. And if my knowledge of history serves me correctly, the Titanic was beginning her descent to the ocean floor by now. Why was Jorgen on board then? I do not know. That is what I came to ask you. But seeing as how you have not a clue, I suggest we seek outside help. Hmm. Sylvia, please connect me to Brendan Erickson. Calling Brendan Erickson. Murphy? I guess you're finally back in town. What do you want? Mr. Erickson, Isaac Langley, and Emmett Gleason here. Is your father there with you by chance? He is. Dad, it's those Ritwicks from Murphy's I need to speak with him. <laughs> I guess you boys know we landed today. Oh, it's not about that, Mr. Erickson, but it does concern your great-grandfather, Jorgen. What about him? And who gave you the right to dig into my family's past? He was a passenger on the Titanic, correct? Yes. Do you know why he was on the doomed ship? I'm sorry, what does that have to do with anything? Get to the point, Langley. Or perhaps we can discuss this when we arrive at your doorstep. We cannot wait until then. 
Jorgen Eriksson, your great-grandfather, has something of ours, and we need it back. <laughs> I'm afraid we cannot be of any assistance to you. <laughs> the shoe is on the other foot now. Wait! Before you hang up on us, Jorgen, um... Jorgen had the Eye of Nord with him. We are running out of time. It is imperative that you tell us everything you know about why he boarded that ship. We have a meeting to attend, but I will call you back afterward. I need everyone to listen carefully. Remain calm as you gather your family members and make your way up to the boat deck, where we'll begin the process of filling the lifeboats shortly. We don't have much time before the ship begins to take on more water than she can hold. I've already got the telegraphers firing off CQD messages to any ship in the area to see if they can come help. If you have anything of value on board that you can't imagine living without, I suggest grabbing it now or losing it to the ocean forever. Listen to the officers as they give directions, and please remember, women and children first. Now, if you'll excuse me. That would be our cue to take this conversation elsewhere. But, but the ship, we have Don't to- you know a good captain always goes down with his ship, Mr. Erickson? Move it. Oh shoot, wait your piece. I see it, it's, oh, it just got crushed by the lady and her dog. I guess that's coming out of my paycheck. Don't worry about that right now. Where do you think he's taking that guy? I don't know. The hell me You all heard the captain. This is no time to sit around. We're in an emergency situation. Unsinkable my ass. I leave for five minutes and the whole ship goes to hell in a handbasket. Why are you two not already making your way up? We've got to find someone. A couple of people, actually. Our two friends are somewhere down below. Not to mention, our boss is still missing, and now the ship's going down. Can things get any worse? Oh, well, I hate to see you two left behind in the freezing wreckage of this fancy hunk of junk, bobbing in the water like a jack-in-the-box. Find me on the boat deck when you found who you're looking for. I'm going to make sure we get as many people to safety as we can. I'll try to save room and a lifeboat for you and your friends. Thanks, Molly. We'll try to be quick. All right, everyone, listen up. Lives are at stake, and if we start acting like a bunch of wild animals, we're not going to make it to safety. Now get only the essentials you can't live without and start heading up to the lifeboats. Search everywhere for that eye. We don't have time to be neat and orderly. Just ransack the place. Hello? Stephanie? James? Damn it. Daphne, we can go find them after we finish up here. Shouldn't be too hot, right? It wouldn't be if Michael were here, but I just realized that we never set a meeting place in case we were still here when the iceberg happened. Oh. No. Yeah, 
They could be anywhere. Uh, boss? I don't think it's here. That's impossible. It has to be here. Recheck under the bed, the closet. I'm sorry, ma'am. It's nowhere to be found. We've been through his bags and combed through everything multiple times. Murphy's gonna kill us if we can't find it. Murphy! Shoot! I forgot we have to find her before him. We... Yes. Right. Just, just, just frazzled with the ship sinking and all. Daph, are you feeling all right? He doesn't tolerate failure at all. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I. This isn't right. Do you know where Murphy is? Last I heard, he was going to the bridge to have a word with the captain. Hart, make sure you grab the kids. I'm gonna go find Murphy. Daph, wait! Oh, hey, what is this? What's up, Frenchie? I found a book. It looks like it's Jürgen's journal. What? Give it, give it, give it! Don't be so grabby. Hold on a second. Ah, of course. Jürgen has a safe stash somewhere else on board. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, does it say where it is? Unfortunately, it does not. It does have the combination listed, though. A lot of good that'll do us. Well, I do have some tools in our cabin. If you could bring me anything connected to a wire in the telegraph room, I could probably rig up a device to help us find it. Well, you heard her. Go get those parts. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Here, take this walkie-talkie. It's what we use for our internal communications. I'll contact you once they've returned. Thanks. I'll be awaiting your call. Settle down, Captain. I brought you some company. Have a seat, Mr. Erickson. Eddie, are you okay? I'm glad to see you're still alive. Neither of us can understand you, Captain. Hold on. Oh! Who goes around applying surgical tape to a man's whiskers? Not surgical tape. Where I come from, we call it duct tape. But that's not something you two will ever have to worry about. I'll give you something to worry about. Tampering with this fine vessel by shooting the controls and endangering the lives of her passengers is most definitely a felony. I'll see to it that you are punished if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> I can assure you, that won't be happening before you draw your final breath, Captain. Coward! Untie me and fight me like a man. I don't understand. Why would you go through all this trouble for the eye? There's no way it could be worth the potential loss of hundreds of lives tonight. Is a religious relic really that important to you? It's more like 1,500 lives, give or take. And yes, the eye is that important. You have no idea what it's worth. You're talking like a madman! What is originally decried as madness will almost always be called genius years later, Captain. If you told people in the 18th century that one day we'd be cruising the seas in a boat made of steel, they'd laugh in your face. Yet here we are. Well, this might not be the best example, but you catch my drift. There's no way anyone will look upon what you've done this day with anything but disdain and horror. 
villain. Those are some harsh words, Mr. Erickson. Thankfully, your progeny have a more agreeable attitude toward my methods of getting results. What do you mean? My children are... You haven't done anything to my family, have you? Of course not. They have their whole lives ahead of them. Unlike you. Now, if you want to ensure that your lineage stays intact, I suggest you tell me where you left the eye. You're bluffing. Am I? I have much more influence than you might think. I have no intention of hurting your lovely wife Hannah, scrappy little Anton, or your new little bundle of joy, Emma. <gasps> How? I know everything about you. I know about your affiliation with Captain Smith going back to your time in the Navy. I knew about your chronic smoking habit even before you told me. I even know about how you stole your company. What's he talking about, Jorgen? You're a liar. So, the name Langley doesn't mean anything to you? How do you know that name? I told you, Erickson. I know everything. Now... Hold on a second, I've got to take this. Hello? What kind of sorcery? Jorgen, what did he mean that you stole your company? It's not what it sounds like. It was just... a shrewd business deal. I had a business partner who helped me with the acquisition of my first diamond mine. When it came time to make it legal, he trusted me to keep my word on a handshake. But handshakes aren't legally binding. And my legal advisors told me they had handled everything. Before I knew it, I was the sole owner and proprietor of Ericsson Jewelry Company. And I've never heard from Langley since. Nothing yet? We're running out of time. If we don't get it now, I swear to Odin! You'd better, or else I'll leave you here. Now, where were we? If you know so damn much, then why do you need me to tell you where the eye is at all? Because it gets lost in the ocean, and it's easier to pick it up when it's still above the waves, rather than 3,800 meters below. Well, if it means that much to you and you're willing to go through all of this, then you're just going to have to get swimming. I refuse to tell a monster like you anything. If that's how you feel, then it'll be my pleasure. A visitor? Were you expecting someone? Uh, no. The bridge is closed to passengers during travel. I don't enough. Know. Enough. I'll take care of this. Gotta get you two out of the way first. Okay, I just. Uh, what are you doing? Here. Where are you? Go. Get, get away from me! This one. It's James Fire. James Sullivan. Funny, likable, and very laid back. His intelligence shines brightest when needed. I wonder how much James paid Murphy to write this. Do I detect a hint of jealousy? Besides, it was your idea to read through Murphy's personal files. Speaking of which, should we even be doing this? I mean, doesn't it seem a bit intrusive? Absolutely not. Murphy has never been one to open up and show regard to us. And I, for one, 
would like to know what the boss thinks of me and the other employees. Whatever you say. Ooh, here's a good one. Let's see if you can guess whose file this is. Animated. Occasionally snarky, but extremely business savvy, and might be a good option to one day run the business side of this operation. Hmm. That is a tough one. Neither Michael nor Daphne are animated, though Daphne is occasionally snarky. It's not Gleason. Odin knows that man can't keep up business operations to save his life. Um, Stephanie, maybe? <laughs> it's you, silly. <laughs> me? Let me see that. Murphy does care about me and sees my potential. I can see it now, me being Murphy's right-hand man. Maybe then I will finally be able to order cashmere for my costume wardrobe. Did you ever have a doubt? You clearly don't know Murphy. I just wish the boss could tell me to my face. We gotta get out of here. Someone's coming. Quick, let's put all the files in your walk-in freezer. Stay calm. You'll find them. They have to be somewhere on this deck. Oh! Hey! Watch it! James? James, where'd you go? Stephanie, there you are. Where's James? Hart! Oh, I'm so glad I found you. I actually just lost him. It's a madhouse down here. I couldn't agree more. Daphne just took off looking for Murphy, and I'm on my way to put together a makeshift eye of non-detector for the Shadow Squad. Shadow Squad? What the... It's apparently a long story, but in short, Murphy has a top-secret elite group of goons that he uses to... Well, I don't really know what. They're here with him because he decided to take the Eye of Norn from Jorgen Eriksson before it's lost at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe they're like his personal berserkers or something. A whole secret group that we weren't told about. That's actually kind of scary. It would be if they weren't so bungling. They're as intimidating as a group of upset puppies. Oh wow, Hart. And you found Stephanie. It's like one of those Fryfest Friday riots they hold in remembrance That's of- That's not what those sales are about, James. But yes, it is quite hectic. Where's Daphne? The last I saw her, she was heading to the bridge to find Murphy. You two go find her and bring her back. And please, be quick. I don't know how much more time we have before we take the big involuntary dip. Will do. I don't know how more people didn't survive this whole thing. If you can swim, you have a better chance of getting to the lifeboat after the fact, right? The water we're in right now is roughly negative 2.2 degrees. And if you take a dip in it for longer than a couple of minutes, your body goes into shock and you die. Really? Negative 2.2 is enough to kill you. Hypothermia is a cruel mistress, Jay. Now, which way is the bridge?
Murphy? Yes, Daphne. Come on in. I assume since you're here that Isaac overreacted and sent you to pick me up. Where's Michael? Uh, my, my, Michael is stuck back at the base. Gleason's the one who sent me, along with Hard and the interns. How long have you been... On the Titanic? We boarded in Southampton a day or so before you got here. Assuming you still followed protocol for this rescue mission and didn't just jump onto the ship mid-journey. Are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. I... I just... need me to sit, sit down. Uh, hang on, uh, just take a couple of deep breaths. Sure. In and out. Nice and slow. Feeling better? A, a little bit. We have to get you back to HQ. Right now. Sir. I'm afraid we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. I've got to finish this little meeting with the captain I'm having. Me meeting? And... And what happened to the ship's controls? Did you cause the Titanic Technical to difficulties, Daphne. Now stop asking me questions and listen closely. I've been informed that you've already met my Shadow Squad. If that's what's got you so worked up, then we can discuss the matter further once we get back home. Uh, okay. Wait, how are you getting back? Don't worry about me. I've got a backup plan. Now, in my cabin, B-17, you'll find an inflatable raft that's been rigged to act as a beacon for the time machine, with enough room for four people. You, Hart, and the interns can take that and watch the proverbial fireworks, or just have Gleason bring you back once you're a safe distance away. If my watch is correct, you've got approximately 30 minutes before the hull snaps in half. At that point, it's game over for anybody still on board. What about you? Aren't you missing the thing you came back for? Sometimes the Norn makes sure that things that are meant to be lost stay lost to time. There's not much you can really do about it. Now get going. I'll see you back at the base. I'll alert the others to meet you at the midship starboard side of the boat deck, where nobody should bother you since all the lifeboats are either forward or aft of the ship. I'll make sure the team gets to safety and we'll see you back at the base. Good girl. Bon voyage. You wanted to see me? Ah, yes, I did. Please, have a seat. I must admit, I didn't think you would want me to be in your presence right now. <laughs> Believe me, I did not want to call you here. But I have something to discuss with you. First, I do want to apologize for my tone earlier. I was just desperate for information on Jorgen Eriksson. My anger got the best of me. But you must not worry about Eriksson any longer. It has been taken care of. Really? How did you figure it out? 
About an hour ago, Brendan called me. Apparently, Jorgen was a jewelry proprietor who got caught up in a bad business deal. He decided to escape his misfortune and start over. Unfortunately, the Titanic tragedy, as it were, derailed his plans. Well, I suppose that means Murphy has a 99% chance of returning with the eye safely, rather than it resting at the bottom of the ocean. All is well on that front. But on the home front, not so much. Mr. Gleason, I have to tell you something that you will not like to hear. But I am afraid I have no other choice. The time has come for Daphne Jung to pay for the consequences of her actions. What in the heck are you talking about? Daphne was an accomplice to Michael bringing a gun on a mission and recklessly using it. Do I have that right, Mr. Gleason? Yes, but I mean- And is it company policy that under no circumstances is an agent or intern allowed to bring any item that does not belong in that time period on a mission? And if that happens, any witnesses are required to inform their superiors. Is that company policy, Mr. Gleason? That is all true, but Daphne wasn't aware Michael brought the gun. I would hardly consider that a breach of company policy. Well, I do. Upon her return, Daphne will be detained. I insist that you be the one to break the news. I am sure she will handle it better that way. Gleason, the librarian is requesting your presence at your office. Sylvia, let her know I am on my way. And you, you're wrong for doing this, Isaac, and you know it. I can't believe there was enough stuff in there to make this crazy idea work. This is not a crazy idea, but rather simple science. <coughs> it's getting a little stuffy in here. Can you all clear out so I can finish these last sodders? Sure thing, Hart. Let's go, team. I can't believe how Shadow 2 was crushed by that chandelier when we hit the iceberg. I really want to get out of here soon. The mission is almost complete. We just need Murphy to give us the okay. We'll mourn our loss later. Besides, have we ever left a job incomplete? What about that time in Trilla? Ow! We agreed never to bring that up again, remember? Yes. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Good. Now get moving. Go raid the dining room for some ice cream or something. Oh, I could go for some ice cream right now. Shadow Leader, can you hear me? Affirmative, sir. What's the status of the Eye? Erickson refused to give any information up, so he's been dealt with along with the Captain. We have Hart finishing up work on a type of metal detector to help us find where the Eye is kept. We believe it's in a safe. A safe? Yes, sir. We found out about it thanks to a journal we found in his room. We've also got the combination to the safe. Of course. 
Okay, when the device is done, tell Hart that Daphne will be waiting for her up top in the first class section with an escape device. Yes, sir. And then we get to work. We won't have much time at all, so anyone who gets in our way will, unfortunately, have to meet their makers before the cold takes them. <laughs> Am I clear? Crystal, sir. I'll meet you in Erickson's room. ASAP. How are we doing, Hart? Murphy's getting anxious. Oh, uh, yeah, it's ready. Just don't get it wet or feed it after midnight. <laughs> okay, gotta go find my friends. Bye! Oh, I believe they're on the boat deck waiting on you. Thanks again for this. The boss is gonna be really happy. Please, don't mention it. Why you needed to see me when you know how chaotic things are right now. Gleason, I'm not entirely sure how to explain this to you, but I need you to understand what I am about to say. Well, just know that I'm already expecting this not to be well received. I'll spit it out already! It's not like you to pass words. The timeline must be treated with more respect. Everything we do, no matter how small, affects it. What do you mean? Of course we go back and make a major change, say, prevent Lincoln from being assassinated. It will have effects that ripple forward in time. We know that. Have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? <laughs> Are you going to start quoting me from some terrible movie circa the early 2000s? I am a sci-fi fan, but could not get behind that one. I hate to break it to you, but everything we do when we go to the past can and does affect the future. It may be in a minute way that we don't ever actually recognize. For example, the history books tell us, and from what our team gathered, the dancing plague was caused by moldy bread. But I think you and I know better. Your, uh, experiment likely triggered something within Marie Trophia, which, when combined with the poison bread, created the outcome we now know. No. No, we know that Xavier and, and the Doctor used Urgot, and that's what caused the whole thing. If that was truly the case, then how come none of us knew the story of the Dancing Plague before? The whole team here is very well educated and keenly knowledgeable about historical events. Hart can trace her ancestry to that specific area of the world and you know how much time she spends researching her past. Don't you think it would have come up before? I... I... I don't... I don't know. But... I can't believe it was me. I, I can't... I didn't bring this up as a way to upset you. I think we need to have a larger discussion on how we proceed as an organization. 
No. Uh, maybe. When Murphy gets back, uh, maybe we... Uh, uh, could you leave me, please? I, I need to be alone for a little while. Some of us to survive, right? I know this is stressful, but I'm not even going to let you entertain that thought. Let's check over on the port side again. James! Stephanie! There you two are. They told us to find you on the starboard side. Do you know which side is the port and which side is starboard? Well, no, I didn't take any classes on ship making. I figured it was the side you could see the stars better from. We don't have time for this. Daphne, let's use that device Murphy gave you and get as far away from the ship as we can. What device? Here goes nothing. <laughs> Only about an eight foot drop. James, help lower us down. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of here. Turn to climb down. Hey, there's some oars in here. Everybody grab one and start rowing. We need to get far enough away so that the ship doesn't pull us under when it goes down. far enough away, and I don't think anyone that survives this is close enough to see us. Hope this works. Like you said before, here goes nothing.
to have you back, Daphne. Heard your last outing was a bit rough. I don't think I'll be going on any cruises anytime soon. Well, here is your roasted puffin with a side of pickled parsnips. Looks... delicious. Thank you, Autumn. Any other insights about your trip? It was... let's just say it was very cold and very wet, but I'd consider it enlightening nonetheless. Well, that's good news at least. Gleason, what a surprise. I haven't seen you in a while. Been buried in your burrow, have you? You could say that. Uh, listen, Autumn, would you mind if I spoke with Daphne alone, please? I don't mind one bit. Thank you. Gleason, is everything okay? You look a bit pale and sweaty. I do feel a bit, uh, clammy. Are you coming down with an illness? I can take you to the med bay if you'd like. I'm not sick, Daphne. But what I have to tell you is- What do you need to tell me? Is it about Michael? Is he being released? Oh, if only it were joyous news like that. But no. Michael isn't being released and my news does not pertain to him. Daphne, in about five minutes, Isaac and his shadow squad are coming to arrest you. Arrest me? What for? Uh, um, arrest was a poor choice of words. Uh, Isaac is having you detained. That's basically the same thing, Gleason, and you still haven't told me why. You violated company policy by witnessing Michael discharge his gun on the Setstalker mission. And yet you did not inform anyone. But I didn't even know that Michael brought that gun in the first place. I know, Daphne. I'm on your side in this. But you will only make matters worse for yourself if you resist. Wow. I cannot believe you right now, Gleason. Who is this talking to me, huh? Is this Emmett Gleason, the happy-go-lucky mechanic who has dedicated his life to the mission of Murphy's Inc.? Or have you, too, become one of Isaac Langley's lackeys? I'm... I'm just trying to do what's best for you and your uncle. As I always have. Agent Jung, are you ready? Dagnabbit, Isaac! You were supposed to let me handle this. I was worried you might have a change of heart. I don't think I can ever forgive you for this, Gleason. Hey! Oh, what? Wait, you don't have to... Oh. I think that went well. Hey, Mr. Gleason, where are you going? Come on, don't take it personally. Who's there? Autumn? Is that you? Sorry, Mr. Langley, I was just washing up. Uh-huh. How much of that did you see in here? Not... much. 
No. You heard nothing, and you saw nothing. Got it? Yes, but I... Do you understand? Yes, sir. I understand, sir. Good. Now how about you whip me up something to eat? I have had a long, productive day, and I am starved. Ah, it's good to be back in my office. Philippe, so good to see you again. Murphy? You're okay! When the others returned to New Earth with them, I was so concerned. Eh, I may have spent more time in 1912 than I would have liked, but I've spent years focusing my mind. I'm not the average Shadow member. <laughs> I can last more than five days. Of course. But you were there for almost ten days. Is that going to... Come on in. Welcome back, Murphy. Hope your office is, um, still just the way you like it. It's good to be back and to see you, Gleason. I trust that you held down the fort in my absence. Oh, this place isn't on fire, so I guess I did an all right job. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I would love to chit-chat, but I've got some work to do. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I'll leave you to it, then. Uh, let me know when you are ready for a full debrief uh, of what's been going on around here. Let, let's have some drinks tonight. Hmm? That sounds good. Thank you both, and I'll see you tonight. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Mr. Murphy. And I'm glad to see you made it back safely. Not only did I make it back. Oh, you've got it. The Eye of Norn. More valuable than anything in existence. Yes. Now we just need to figure out how to communicate with the gods. May Odin have mercy on our souls should we fail. Get in there. You know, considering we were just working together on the same side two days ago, I would think you wouldn't have to be so rough. Unlike you, I follow the policies. And when I'm given an order, I follow it. Daphne, it's so good to see you. I'm guessing this means you all made it back? Yeah, we've been back for two days. I'm sorry I didn't come sooner, but we were told you were to have no visitors. Did no one fill you in? No, well, the only person that's been down here since they put me in is Autumn to bring me meals. Rough. Well, we need to talk. Something happened that has 100% confirmed for me that we really screwed up on one of our missions. What exactly is that? Murphy? Well, Murphy is a man. What? 
How can that even be possible? I don't know, but that doesn't matter. Right now, we have to figure out how to get out of here and fix the timeline. This episode was written by Tara Eon, Ashley Dean, and Mark Helton. Directed by Mark Helton. Produced by Mark Helton, James DeVroe Lewis, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. Original artwork by Lawrence and Diego Iriarte. This episode featured the voice talents of Connor Howard as Murphy, Jenny Helton as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Tyrus Rayner as Isaac, Carrie Hampton as Hart, Quinn Caferata Jenkins as Philippe and Captain Smith, Kaz Chandler as the librarian, Stephanie Bowman as intern one, James DeVroe Lewis as intern two, Caitlin Cole as Autumn, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Jeff Moore, as Jason and Jorgen Erickson, Joe Bly as Brendan Erickson, Rachel Vale Anderson as Molly Brown, Cassandra as the Shadow Leader, Sarah Velarde as Shadow 3, C.R. Edwards as Shadow 4, and I'm Cece Dietline, your announcer. This series is developed and proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next season when Murphy's Inc. continues. Thank you.